Hey, welcome back to another Get Geekish podcast. Derek over there, Bino here. Thank you for joining us as always. And uh, we're going to talk about one of the big cultural phenomenons of the moment. Probably heard of it. Circles, square, triangles, squid game. Netflix's number one show in over 90 countries. It's going to make him, I think I read somewhere, $900 million. Yeah, and uh, the creator of that, too, doesn't get any extra bonuses <laughs> because of that. But oh. it did just get approved for season two, so... There you go on that one. At least he's going to get a little bit more money. Yeah, I see. And this is... We'll get this out of the way. We're going to talk about the Squid Game Season 1, so there's going to be lots and lots of spoilers. If you yeah, haven't is- seen it yet and you don't want spoilers, you should, if you're going to listen to Derek, pause this podcast, go watch it, and then come back and watch us later. Or if you want to listen to me, don't even bother with it. I'll give you the details, then you don't have to waste your time. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, we got the we got both ends of the things here. You were not a fan. In fact, you did a Cliff Notes version of the remainder of it. Yeah, and lots of people, almost everybody I know, loves Squid Game. So I'm not here to hate on everybody and say you're horrible. It's terrible. It's I just don't get the show, and there's nothing about it that makes me want to watch it. So let's pause right there. What, okay. what don't you get about it? What don't I get about it? Yeah, there's there's no characters to actually root for in the entire show other than one kid that moved away to America <laughs> if you watch the show though there's there's that character development there's the redeeming qualities I mean I think you kind of redeeming, miss that with the- redeeming qualities okay so a guy guy gets in trouble with way too much gambling ruins his entire life flushes his life down the toilet makes him feel bad because his kid and uh, former ex-wife hates him because of his gambling debt so he gets a bright idea to fix his gambling debts by gambling. Then it turns out to be a gambling for death. Ends up winning and has no money, knows what to do with, and this then he's why, depressed. Woo! This is why what I a wish hero! You didn't watch the clip notes and you actually watched the whole thing. Um, I got through like four and a half, five episodes, and I just couldn't take the rest of it, so I had to mm. skim through the rest to make sure I was caught up and knew what happened. But when I read the twist at the end, I was. Yeah, Not I surprised mean, whatsoever, but <laughs> I I also don't get the part like when the bad guys with the masks, like a lot of people get creeped out. Oh, you can't see their faces. You don't know who's who. It's like the freaking masked singer. One other show that I don't understand that people watch like the whole let's let's make something so unrealistic to put a mask on somebody's face. So it makes him creepy. Can we just have a character they, that has like actual motivations? They put a mask than, on him not to be yeah, creepy, some but rich so guys. nobody could tie them into the real world. That's the whole point of that is it's so they have all these no names who, you know, are carrying out this job, which I would like to know more about the soldiers and the, you know, everything like that, why they went into it. Because, I mean, that's kind of a weird proposition, right? Somebody comes up to you and goes, hey, we're doing this game for people who are down on their luck. You might get to shoot them. <laughs> you want to join us? Like, that's. See, maybe this is this this is maybe where my logic comes in, though. You say you they're wearing masks to hide themselves from being identified in reality, right? But these are all some of the most powerful people on earth with more money than they know what to do with, right? Possibly. Mm-hmm. So they're literally going to sit in a room where they're watching people murder each other and not cover their bases and figure out who else is in the room with them. So do a little sleuthing on the on the side and figure out who's in the room with them. Figure him out, but I mean, like, if you if you had some billionaires in there, like Bezos and whatnot, wearing masks, they would figure out who each other are. I don't think so. Most rich people, 
Oh yeah. At least what TV and everything is Tommy's. Well, well, the game was rigged. A lo- some of the reviews I was reading were talking about how it was trying to be an, an ethical take on how it shows the inequalities and blah 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 because they were given a fair chance. Like that was the creator's game was you want to have a everyone got a fair chance to be treated equal. But that was complete crap because it was from the get go. It was unequal. There was one little man in the tournament that had an unfair advantage from the get go, and could toy and screw with other people's decisions and emotions the entire time. So it wasn't everybody being treated fairly, given a fair chance. It was say, one it rich guy the, screwing with people. <laughs> the aspect of like the tug of war episode when he's on the team and he's giving them, you know, the thing and the people are, like, mm-hmm. you know, breaking down that episode when he's not locked in and everything like that. They're like, oh, here's a clue right here. That one. Yeah. That one right there is like the, he, I mean, he was, but he was ready to like, he wasn't strapped in cause he was ready to let that team just, if they started going off the, the cliff, he, yeet, he's safe. But you know, he did give them tips on how to win. So yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. But I mean, the whole thing of the show too, is and, and you you say that there was nobody to root for, which I disagree. You have Ali, who was just he he got wronged, <laughs> especially in the Marble game, which is another reason why I wish you would have watched it because you would have seen that character development in that episode. That episode alone had so much character development for Ali, had so much character development for um oh I forgot her name, but the girl from South or North Korea, um. Wait, was, was this the one where uh, one girl decided to give herself up for the other one and then where another criminal just cheated to get his way in and then somebody else lied about being somebody's brother and killed the other one and the old man lied to the other guy who yeah. lied to him and then laughed and said, kill me anyway? That's... Yeah, okay. But, but that's, sure. I, that's I, I, just... I got through mo- the other one. <laughs> I don't know. That's like, I don't know. That, that, that's, that's, oh, oh, oh. That's, there's so much more to that episode because, like, as as a whole, the show is entertaining, right? And it has its flaws and everything like that. But that episode as a whole, just watching it and going through the emotions and everything like that was just fantastic. And, you know, character development goes both ways. Throughout the show, you see, you know, um, what is it, Sanhook or whatever, the guy that went to the Korean business school or whatever. You see him, like, he's praise high but as the show goes on he just keeps going down and down and down and you just see his character deteriorate into being a big old a-hole which is it's cool kind of see to see that especially with that marble episode and then to see right but i mean but he was an a-hole to begin with The character development of devolving into one, you realize, oh, he was lying to me the entire time, too. I kind of like that little well, man. See, now thing, I want him to know jump off the cliff. Was lying. I mean, the, the, the way that he, the little man, too, the way that the old man, you know, toyed with the whole emotions of him losing his memory and everything like that, that was brilliant. A lot of people say at that episode, you know, when there was one person left over and it ended up being the crazy girl that didn't get a partner. The old man was trying to distance himself like he poured water on himself to make himself, you know, to, to look like he peed himself so he wouldn't be chosen. He'd look weak so that way he wouldn't have to compete in that. And then they would just say, oh, you know, we killed him since he was left over. But since Gihan went over there and was like, you know, you want to play with me type of thing, it played out. I don't know that to me, that episode was one of the most brilliant episodes I've seen in television in a long time. And they did it right. So I'm kind of excited to see what happens with season two, where they're going to go. But I'm also pissed off, too, because I don't it could have been wrapped up. 
but they're going to explore, I believe, kind of what's going on and why all the rich people do this and whatnot. You know, what's the... Well, they, they, got, they have to have a season two because the old guy was the one that was the host of this game for it. But now, what's the? I don't know the names of the characters. Yeah. The brother that took his mask off that was the the head guy that won the the won the last season of it. Something like that. He's going to come back and either make it I worse see. or try and be a redemption arc where he comes and takes over the game. But they they also made mention that the rich people about how that this is the best one. So they're True. implying that there's squid games going the on in other parts of the world too. Is not dead. Because he was shot in the shoulder, and yeah, he fell off a cliff, but he was ready to about ready to yeet himself off there anyway and swim. So that's my thing there. But I digress. Um, so let's look at it, mm-hmm. some different aspects real quick. A lot of people originally started panning the show because, and I don't know if you watched it this way, the dub is awful. <laughs> I, I switched to the subtitles because I, I tried to watch the first two with this, the dub, and it was a little painful. The the, the right. acting did not match. Well, and, that's, the, and that's the thing too is like you know the, we've all the noises. <laughs> we've all watched dubs. You know we were talked about this in animes how you know some animes are over the top and it works and everything like this, but some of the voice acting in this it was over the top and it didn't need to be. You know especially with the, and I forget the, the the crazy lady. You know her voice acting because I watched. Mm-hmm. We watched the dub because for like the first three episodes, I that's what I thought it was, and then I realized after I read an article, I was like, oh, because it Netflix automatically started in the dub for me. Because even like when we first saw watched that first episode, I was like, this is a good show, but the voice acting is really weird. So going back and watching key mm-hmm. scenes, like you said, with the subtitles on, it's a whole different show. Not whole different, but like it, it's the some of the scenes are really different because you know with the crazy lady she's not as amped up as the voice actress made her be, and it's just it's weird decisions mm-hmm. like that that I don't know. Looked at the I'm looking at that going hmm, and then apparently the you have the subtitles with the Korean right, and then you have the closed captioning subtitles to English, which I guess have screwed up everything because they're not translating right. And then you have the English dub, which is also missing some things. So if you watch it in Korean with the original subtitles, you're getting the full experience. <laughs> so it was weird to read little things like that. but. And that was one of the ones, too. I remember watching it with some of the subtitles. Where there are certain things that... I wish I had a better memory, but there's a few things that popped up when they said something on screen, and what was said at the bottom was completely opposite. You're like... Wait, he just said, I, it was, I think you're beautiful, but the subtitle yeah. was, I yeah, want you to die and rot. You're like, what? <laughs> like something that, like something that equivalent that happened a couple times where the translation mm-hmm. and the closed caption were well, I mean, I think that polar opposites. And like, but I mean, yeah, the, the sure English closed there. captioning as opposed to the English subtitles mm-hmm. is way different. Um, Squid Game originally count, called mm-hmm. Round Six. So... I remember hearing about Squid Game, you know, everyone's like, oh, you need to watch Squid Game. And I was like, that's a weird name. What's this about? And then, you know, kind of starts with the child's game thing. I was like, oh, okay. See, and, and I will hand it to the fact that it, it did take a relatively overused story trope and did something a little different with it. Like you have the the dangerous game, battle the Royale. Hunger Games, battle battle arena or whatever that one's called. Where it's this, this battle royale, the same concept of this you know rich people watching murder for death. But they d- did something and made it 
not just oh yeah here's the same rehash story with a different character line they, they tried to make it a little bit different which i'll 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 forgive that they had some cool costumes cool set designs the acting was pretty solid some of those people did a really good job with they did but i just i feel i feel like this is breaking bad syndrome for me when there's not a character that i can root for i just can't <laughs> let's go back to your marble episode what what are the uh Emotional triumphs of these characters in episode six that we should all be proud of. It's one of those ones where, <laughs> you know, it starts out as this thing. They're going to be playing a games together. And you're like, yeah. And then you find out that whoever loses, because they, you know, they're broken into pairs. Whoever loses that game dies. So you had, you know, Gihan with the old man. Mm-hmm. You had San or whatever his name is from business school paired up with Ollie because he's like you know you and I are the strongest ones like they, the mentality going into this like okay we don't know what we're doing let's pair up I'm going to pair up with you because we're some of the strongest ones and then they go in there and they find out that they have to play the games against each other and the loser dies and just that whole right there it's just like a gut punch you're like oh man because we know we got some of the backstory with Ali and he you know was down on his luck type of thing immigrated to South Korea and is trying to provide for his family. And that's why he got into it. Right. He wasn't some guy that went into debt because of gambling or owed a whole bunch of people money. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He, he's trying to take care of his family by murdering murder. I mean, other people for money. Mur- well, I mean, Let's besides the whole lights out <laughs> thing, but there was no murdering. <laughs> he wasn't doing it. The other people were anyway. And then you have the, Push, push, pushing, pushing somebody in front of a train doesn't mean the train is a murderer. The, you know, the girl from North Korea who <laughs> paired up with the other girl who just came out of normal. And the, they had that whole emotional back and forth. And it was just, I don't know, it's kind of interesting to see. And especially when you're watching the episode and you don't know that the old man's in on it. And everything that he's helped, done to help Gihan and the others progress into the story. And you know that he's dealing with the, the brain tumor. It just it just plays with the emotions, and it's just a very devastating episode. And it's just I think it's. But but what about what, what right before that part of the reveal though? This this old man's got Alzheimer's, dementia, whatever. Pees his pants. Everybody feels bad for him. And what does our main hero do? Lies because well, he's going to kill him because he needs to win that money. <laughs> it's not a simple. This as that, poor though, old man. Yeah, I'm going to kill him anyway. Whatever. Struggling with it. <laughs> You know, he's sitting there, he's worried, he knows that he's losing, and then the old man's giving him a chance. We don't know the old man's giving him a chance, right? But watching him with that struggle where the old man shows him that sign of like, oh, did I count wrong? And then you see him go, yes, you did, to that whole thing, and you can see the guilt. And like the actor did a fantastic job with showing that guilt and that struggle, which, you know... But the guilt is everywhere. They're already in this game. They're already hands, elbows deep in a thing of like, hey, if you but win, the most of these like, other people are going to die. So not wanting them to die doesn't make you a good person all of a sudden. Because, well, yeah, most, most of them are going to die, but I really like this point. one. He should, he should make it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's um, called logic, son. It's I called logic. I though. I mean, this took... <laughs> what? That's the... the, the creator was creating the script back in 2008 he finished his first draft in 2009 um Mm -hmm. and not only that when he was writing it and creating it he 
needed money, so he sold his laptop that he was creating that on to you know pay bills and whatnot, and took a pause in writing it and creating it, and then luckily Netflix picked it up, and it was originally supposed to be a movie. I think it did much better as a series because they were able to. Yeah, yeah this was this was a bit of real forgettable, just they, one and done movie. Being able to develop it, and then that's a lot of things too. We look at some of the movies, like the shows with that Marvel did on with Disney Plus, WandaVision, Yeah, could have been a movie, but the way that they developed it and everything like that, it works. Way better. So the other thing, Squid Game here. This the whole lesson. Like, if you take just a quick glance at this series, pretty much the lesson is. If you lie to people, a you're a jerk, and gambling straight. is bad, right? Right, but that, that's the basic premise of the movie. But at the end of the movie, our hero wins at gambling and has all the money to solve his well, problems, but life that's is a, terrible. I think that's another thing, too. I think that's <laughs> a good fantastic job with showing that money does not fix everything. You know, he had all this money, but he had all the guilt that came with the money, too. You know, at the end of it, he had to end up killing who he thought was one of his friends because he found out he betrayed him and everything like that. He had the guilt of that girl from North Korea that he was going to help because they didn't know that they were, it was just going to be one survivor. So, so is he going to come back and be part of the next season of squid game? In your, in your little, it, and he's just going to let, let it happen and let, let another 500 notes. people get did murdered. Cause he's, he's got he money. <laughs> no, no, at the end. At the uh, end, he did a lot of what he talked. Which you know, he finally clicked and decided that he was going to use the money. Right? He went through the whole like depression thing, everything like that. Had the meeting with the old man, and the old man told him nobody's going to change. Nobody's going to help each other. This is why we do this. You know, nobody's going to help. There was a homeless man on the thing, and he made a bet with him. He's like, if nobody helps him, you know, blah blah blah. This, and he's like, you can have you know, take your money back and everything like that. The homeless man ended up getting helped right at the last minute, showing that there's still kindness and humanity, and that kind of clicks something in him. He, you know, did his hair change, which was a little weird, but I'm for it. And he was getting ready to go on the plane to visit his daughter, right? That's when he no who they, hates him. They she doesn't hate him because they, they made up. <laughs> they, like there's a whole thing. Um, he was talking to her. She was really excited. Anyway, he also found out that the Squid Game was still going on after the old man had died. And that's when he called the number and he enlisted himself back in it because I think he's going back in to take it down. He doesn't want more people to suffer. So that's why I'm saying like, you know, you're sitting there going like, Oh, you're just going to let all these people die. I don't know. He might go in there and help bring some people together to tear it down. I don't know. I mean, he tried. God forbid he tell the police or something. <laughs> well, now he's got $38 million. Dollars, too, so I'm sure they'll listen like to him a little more now. Money counter and I'm, I had my phone up and I was like, how much is that? Doing a converter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I laughed too because it, it, it kind of, it, go, it goes in the same logic train as a lot of people that jump on all of these huge multi-conglomerate conspiracy theory schemes. I love me a good conspiracy theory, but anyone that thinks that a huge, huge group of people can keep a secret have never touched anything near project management. 
<laughs> if you've got that many levels of minions and thugs and advisors and money launderers and errand people, you, right. you, you can't keep that airtight a secret for long. <laughs> you can't run a ring of 500 person murder rings maybe a couple have, times a year around the globe. Maybe they have some really and, oh, airtight ooh, ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess they, they're not above murdering somebody, so. And I guess there were some of the cheaters that did get strung mm-hmm. up in the one the episode where they had the, yeah. the banker guy and then fo- some of the guards strung up there. Yeah, doctor. Yeah. Fun fact, just a random fact for you because you'll appreciate but, this because yeah, you play Overwatch. You know the guy with the snake tattoo, the thug? In the actual dubbed version, the mm-hmm. voice actor that does his voice does the voice of Hanzo from Overwatch. Just a fun little fact for you. There you go. Really? Hmm. Seems way better than the one. No, that's the English who dub. did it. Was the guy for the English? <laughs> yeah, for the English dub. Oh, the, the guy for the English the dub voice the, for the... the thug was Hanzo in. Yeah. Really? There's yeah. something I might need to watch at least another minute or two of it for. <laughs> the other part that's bothering yeah, that's me is how popular part. it is with kids. My, my my elementary school kid, she just keeps begging to watch it. I'm like, no, no, this this is something that's that's not for kids. And which they're is, playing Red Light, Green Light, there, Which is really weird because Red Light, Green Light was kind of not really popular with us, but we still played it as kids, remember? No, I know. Well, Red Light, Green Light, it's not no, a I know, game, and that's what's But they're playing Red Light, like, Green Light where they die. <laughs> how, like, I remember playing Red Light, Green Light and everything like that. And I'm watching the show. It's like, great. And then, like, you know, my daughter comes home and she's like, yeah, we played Red Light, Green Light, you know, because of Squid Game. I was like, what? <laughs> and she said, she's like, hey, can I watch this? I was like, no, you can't even handle Hunger Games. You, you, know, you can't watch Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it, I mean, what? We had a... Uh, teacher friend on Facebook share that, you know, kids were drawing that type of stuff and like, you know, drew that the teacher should dress up like as one of the contestants, you know, for Halloween. And I was like, this is weird. Like what Roblox, the video game did has like, you know, cause Roblox, you can create anything and there. Somebody's created squid game in there. You have a game called mm-hmm. crab game or something like that on steam, which is not like Squid Game doesn't have those same type of games, but it kind of has the same type of games because they don't want, you know, copyright. So it's weird. Mm. Well, that's the part that, like I said, I have to hand a Squid Game. I don't like it, but I know that there's millions of people that absolutely adore the show. But this is one of the biggest cultural things that's happened in a long time. Number one in 90 countries. When was the last show that was number one in 90 countries? Like I, I feel like it's some research I need to do, but it's it's a huge deal. I mean, I, you go browse through number one songs in YouTube in different countries or number one songs that are shows on Netflix in different countries, and they're usually polar opposites. Maybe a couple of them will share the top ten list, but something like this to come around and have this much effect of all ages, all walks of life, restaurants are jumping on the themes, yeah. uh, Halloween costumes, I mean... Squid Game was a huge Halloween costume for stuff. Every time I go on TikTok, there's somebody doing a Squid Game, something like that. There's thousands upon thousands of blogs now written of which one of the characters from so and so show is surviving Squid, Squid Game. Game. I mean, like, thanks, BuzzFeed. 
<laughs> Bunch of losers. <laughs> but it's, it's 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 a cultural thing. Like it's, this is one of the things that everyone can talk about. I was gonna say this is like you I, and Tiger King all over again because you too. didn't get on the Tiger it's King bandwagon either. I don't know. That was, Man, I was right that to was not get on the Tiger King bandwagon. <laughs> I digress. Those were real people being murdered. I digress. <laughs> but you, 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 you wish that something that was that big of a cultural impact in the world might have a little more uplifting or heartfelt or caring message, but... When the message is gambling is bad, everybody's evil, nobody helps anybody. But hey, you could get rich. I think you need to not do the cliff notes and watch it because there's more to it than just that. And I know people in the comments, back me up. Come on, back me up. You know there's more to it than just, oh, this person's a jerk and blah, blah, blah. There's no redeeming factors. There's tons of redeeming factors. Not wanting to die... (laughs) Is not a redeeming factor. Mm. <laughs> Wanting to get money to pay off your debts is not a redeeming factor. Well, I mean, okay, so that means you, what? What you don't like the movie Blade Runner? Or not Blade Runner. Um, <laughs> Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where they put convicts Man. together in a from the eighties. You don't remember that movie? Oh, what about the Pest? Where don't, he, don't recall seeing that where one. Where he hunts humans for the most dangerous game or whatever. And, and the most dangerous game, that one, I felt like there was characters because the people that got pulled into the game were just everyday walks of life put for it. Not people that had already made horrible decisions. No, that's decisions not true. The, with scummy, Squid Game, it's people. still everybody, you know, everyday walks of life. I mean, Ali was not a scummy person. No, 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 no. You you saw those dossiers they had on every person in that game. They knew every single one of them had horrible financial decisions and was desperate and at their wits end to try and find any way to get themselves out of the the hole that dug themselves into. It makes people do crazy, stupid crap. (laughs) So that's that's what I'm saying. Ali was not a scummy person and he was in the game to help his family. You know, there's there's different aspects... See, if, if you if you go that route, then this thing is saying, well, yeah, make some bad decisions. Just don't worry, there's an easy way out if you fix the right way. Just keep... <laughs> and how true. many people go bankrupt trying to play Lotto over Life and over again? Life imitates art. <laughs> there's there's people, people, pe- people that get student debt, either work to try and pay off student debt, or they go get more student debt. It's... it's <laughs> We digress. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just hope yeah. more for humanity than Squid Game. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, I mean, we we could we could probably argue about this all day because this is one of those things. Because this is what we do as a podcast. It's kind of fun sometimes. Is we don't always agree on everything. But here's a lesson the world can live on. He loves Squid Game. I don't love Squid Game. Does that mean we have to hate each other? No. We're still what, buddies. Can we do this on? thing over here? It's on my side. You're on this. <laughs> I don't know. We'll do it on both. We'll do, it. We'll we'll just, do it on both. We'll just, we'll just do this. Everyone listening now, things are crazy. 
A, A, third. <laughs> All right, apparently that means we're, we're, we're hitting our ending point. But let us know in the comments, what do you think of Squid Game? You know, are you on Team Bino or are you on Team Derek? Squid Game for life or next, please? And I sw- I, Oof, I, I'm going to send you a bag of marbles for Christmas. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but it's going to be rocks. All right, let us know in the comments. At Gid Geekish, Squid Game, cultural phenomenon, make Netflix $900 million. Lots of people like him love it. And a few people like me, not so much. Bye. Let us know what you think. And we'll talk at you next week.